0: This content is intended for mature audiences only. It can contain strong language, sexual references and mention of violence. Listener discretion is advised. You all know the drill by now. However, as for today's episode, we're gonna largely talk about things such as suicide attempts, suicidal thoughts and all of that. So, in case the topic triggers you, I do strongly recommend and highly suggest you to skip this episode and yeah we will see each other next time or even better you can go back in time i have plenty of material that i've shared well plenty kind of, of material that i've shared with all of you so you can go back to happier times and yeah you can enjoy those ones i will not be mad about it in the least because as i always say your safety always need to come first and now let's start now I'm not even gonna try to justify the fact that I've been MIA for almost two months I mean I did have a valid reason for all of that not that all the other MIA moments that I've had before were not valid or justifiable but this time it was kind of like out of the blue but yeah you know what if you want to know a little bit more about what I've been doing with my life here's how it goes basically once upon a time I was an actor doing quite all right with my job you know i mean not that much but still anyways then in 2020 that illness we are not talking about struck the word and yeah basically we was all locked in our houses and i couldn't be on set no more pity but after three years everything is finally starting to be moving again and i am loving it don't get me wrong i am grateful for all the jobs that i like that are coming my way i've wrapped up two amazing projects at present day but yeah i kind of forgot the fact that my job is a bit tiring and time consuming so i tried my best and believe me when i say that i tried my best to muster up if that's the correct word to say well i've tried my best to do an episode even a short one i it was just the fact that i really wanted to do it but yeah basically it was me being on my day job being on set or sleeping so yeah i was knackered you can't even imagine how knackered i was but Now it's summer, things have a bit calmed down, so I'm back on track. And to be fair, I miss doing this, I miss all of you, if there's anybody that's still here after all my uh, missing moments. But yeah, I was missing all this and I finally have a bit of time to do the podcast again, so hopefully I'm not gonna disappear again. So that's how it went, hopefully. This is a new beginning, so to new beginnings, and now I've spent almost three minutes blabbering like a fool. Nobody will listen to this probably, so let's just get into what you've all been waiting for. The scandalous, the juicy, although in this episode there is not going to be that many juicy moments like you're used to, but anyway, I mean we'll see how it goes but yeah before going into the juicy <laughs> another little digression again i know but i promise you this is the last one that i'm doing and now we're gonna jump straight into what all you've been waiting for but this is well needed because basically that's what this story is about so yeah you know what let's just stop and i'll i'll say what the digression is about so basically we need to talk a little bit about short stories because after all today's webtoon is a short story with only like a prologue two chapters and then an extra side story so yeah i want to talk about short stories for a bit because i was a bit um i mean they weren't exactly my cup of tea uh, before i yeah before today's diggy so here's how it we went when church stories first started to emerge in the webtoon universe well for me it was a few months ago but probably it's been longer but anyway um yeah I was a bit skeptical about all of that because basically I, I mean on one side you saw them right they were all coming up and it, they were all a great example of like excellent and skillful artwork. for we're starting again guys well it wouldn't be my podcast if I wouldn't tongue-twist at least two times throughout the whole episode but anyway so basically you would find all these stories that were excellent example of artwork right they were brilliant all of them I, I like I didn't find like perfect amazing right but yeah what was a perfect example of skills from the author was also a descent into a pit of violence and with violence I mean every single kind of violence. I don't need to specify that if you know, you know. And you know me, I read every source and talk about everything, at the best of my possibilities, you know. But sometimes I think there's a line that shouldn't be crossed and trust me when I say all the short stories that I encountered cross that line big time. Well that is Until I sew My Way With You by Yuppie. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Now, I'm not gonna spoil anything just yet, but I'm just gonna say, if you haven't read it, I honestly don't know what you're waiting for. So yeah, we can say My Way With You was my way of redemption towards short stories. Because, you know what, sometimes we tend to forget that a story doesn't need to be like a hundred chapters long to be a good one. You know, sometimes surprises and beautiful things come in small packages. And also, when I was thinking about a story to make my glorious comeback, <laughs> you know? I thought it would be best to take it easy and like don't go all in with a big ass long story. Which is gonna come soon, which is gonna come soon, um, but today's not the day. Even though this episode is already seven minutes long, so yeah, it's probably gonna be long, but that's just me. Not used to record no more, so yeah, I hope you're gonna stick with me until the end. Anyways, let's not waste! Any more time. And let's just get into it. Hopefully I'm not gonna waste any more time, you know me. I never keep my promises. Anyways. I am your host, Ellie. Back with a bang. Presenting to you for your ears delight only. Again, if anyone is still listening to me since my schedule is more fucked up than the Italian government. DMB season 3. 3. 3. Episode 7, My Way With You let's talk healing so why did i choose healing out of all the topics we have talked about in connection to this webtoon well if you read my way with you you would agree with me that healing and all the process that comes with it is the red string of destiny that links the lives of jiran and Yang. for theirs is a tale of loss regrets traumas loneliness but also a testament of how no matter how much shit life can throw at you, you are always capable of finding a way to reach your happy ending, like a lotus flower that grows from the mud in all its beauty and glory. Yes, I wrote that one by the way. <clears throat> as you're al- as all of you are aware, healing is a very personal journey, and each and every one of us has their own way of dealing with their emotional baggage. In this story in particular, Jiran and Seong method is to spend as much time as possible with one another and spend that time not only to <clears throat> obviously engage in spicy and consensual activities but also to learn about each other's scars and so to speak, lick each other's wounds. I hope you got what I wanted to say. If not, read the webtoon and you will understand what I mean. <clears throat> By talking about their past, they'll learn to trust each other and to lean onto one another attending at a time. And I mean if that's not true love homies, I don't know what is. I really don't know. And of course, you got by now that they will get the happy ending they deserve and everybody will live happily ever after like in the Disney movies. But how did we get to that final destination? How did it all start for our boys? Let's find out. From the point of view of the reader, it all starts from one night at a nightclub when the boys meet each other and they start making out like there's no tomorrow, as one should, you know, just saying, <sighs> or that is, until Seung Geon says these words to a very horny and a bit disoriented Jujuran, you've got his scent. Who is Seung talking about? Who is this mysterious man? And are we sure this is actually the first time they met each other? I'd like to do something different today and instead of following the chapter's order, I will follow the chronological order of the facts. Let's see how it goes. I mean I wanted to experiment I a mean, bit, not really experiment, but you know, I wanted to try something different. let's see where this leads us and let me know if if you find it pleasant, you know. I always like to have some feedback to improve myself as one should. To go back to the question again, was that night at the club their first encounter? To know that, we have to go back a few years in time, when Yang was in still in high school and Juran was a university sophomore. How could two people with clearly nothing in common on their path intertwine- Oh my god, I wanna be serious and yet I don't know how to speak properly, come on! Yes. If you're asking yourself how a person that speaks so badly can be an actress, well I don't know myself, but yeah, that's the story of my life. Anyway, how could two people with clearly nothing in common on their path intertwine their lives in an unbreakable way? I will let Seon tell us in his own words, since he's the one that records the episode better than anybody else. And also he speaks way better than me, so we'll pass the mic to the boy. From chapter 2. They say your life flashes before your eyes right before you die. So you can make peace with your entire life in those few, brief seconds. Does that mean mom and dad also reflected back on their lives. Is that why they could live without any regrets? Couldn't they see me as the one thing that would hold them back? After the surgery, I barely opened my eyes after a long slumber. When I woke up, I found only my crying aunt and the hospital staff. An ominous anxiety crept up inside me as I took note of the immediate absence of my parents. I wasn't ready to accept the truth, to accept the fact that my life was never going to be the same again, and that my loving family was suddenly no more. I prayed God each night that I wouldn't wake up the next day. Why am I still alive? What am I supposed to do now? Why did I survive? That's right. Seong lost his parents in an unfortunate car accident that left him all alone in this world when no one was with no will whatsoever to carry on. At this point in time we find him on the rooftop of the hospital ready to take his own life or that is until a boy finds him and rescues him. From that day on this boy will check on Song Yang almost on a daily basis. Unfortunately to Song Yang's discomfort. <laughs> you can obviously imagine who this person is but let's hear it from our boy here one more time from the same chapter. Our first encounter was hardly present for either of us. Even so, he still visited me me from time to time. It was more like he was monitoring me instead of really coming to see me. Maybe he felt a certain sense of responsibility for me. I just despised him. I couldn't help myself. I blamed him for my failed suicide attempt that he kept checking on me as if nothing happened. Told you already, guys, not the best start for a relationship, but after a while, hatred turns into bitterness and then bitterness leaves to make space for curiosity and what seemed like just a nuisance for Siongyeo begins to pique his interest and becomes the fuel that will add fire to the flame of his life. But before uncovering all our aces, who is this mysterious savior? I mean, you guess it right, probably by now, <laughs> is none other that our handsome. Ju Jiran. But what is a healthy young man doing at an hospital ever so often? See, despite his joyful nature, Jiran had his fair share of shit in life already. An orphan from a very young age, he grew up with his grandma, who has always been his entire world. And despite her best effort to keep strong and healthy for the boy, she will unfortunately succumb to liver cancer. And it is indeed heard that Jiran was coming to visit at the hospital every day. That same hospital where Seongyang tried to take his life. And that same hospital where their fates became one. Forever. And now you might ask me. How come that they met this way... If they met this way... They met again at a random club years later. As if it were their first time. You see, after his grandma unfortunately passed away, Jiran never went to visit Seong at the hospital again and kind of forgot everything about him. But as for Seon though, things went a little bit in a different direction. He tried everything in his power to find out who Jiran was, but he never found anything except for the name of his school. Or that is, until they met again, when Seon started his university courses and if you think he was still bitter towards him think twice if you don't believe me you can try to believe him certainly hear this out there's there was so much i wanted to tell him when i met him when i saw how much he had been suffering already i couldn't think of anything except of how much i wanted to hold him i kept thinking to myself that i'd tell him if i ever got to see him again that my hatred for him kept me alive. If I could see him one last time, this time, I'll be the one approaching him. And the rest, my dear audience, is history. And a good one, I mean. (laughs) Now, if you're wondering why I chose to narrate the story from Seongyang's per- perspective, that's because I thought it fair and square to let the person who remembered all the facts in their entirety to tell us how it went from start to finish, kind of. As for Duran, he will remember everything once he'll hear the facts from Seongyang, but in the meantime we see him, I mean, we see the boy enjoying his new love story and newfound partner to his art content, as one should. For him, Seongyang will be the person he could open up to like nobody else before. This will give him the chance to forgive himself about feeling guilty for his grandma's death and Through Seon love, Jirang will start to give himself another shot at life without regrets for his actions in the past. And before the thought passes through your brains even for a second no, he didn't kill his grandma. (laughs) His regret is mainly not to have been there when she needed him the most. Basically, what he was trying to do, he was focusing on giving her a better life through material stuff. Uh, Just so you know, she care of him for all his life so she just wanted to give her material stuff so she could rest properly and he could take care of her but um alas maybe if he just showered her with affection and stuff um i mean maybe she would still be with us i mean she wouldn't be but still they would have had more time together and wouldn't he wouldn't have been full of regrets but yeah that's basically what happened so no jiran he's not a grandma killer don't even think about it, not even for a second, the guy is pure gold, Is actually amazing, okay? Uh, now, if you were waiting to hear about all the juicy, as we were saying in in the introduction I am sorry to say that it's not gonna happen today and don't get me wrong, there's plenty of beautiful explicit adult material in there I can safely say this webtoon has some of the best sex scenes I've ever witnessed in BLs but you know what, for once I thought this was not the focus for today's episode. Today's focus is all about Jiran and Seongyang's feelings and their journey to find that love they were not thinking to deserve. It is a journey that I'm not ashamed to say was an honor to witness and we should thank the author for they created something worth reading over and over again. At the end of the day, it's only three chapters What can (laughs) possibly go wrong? You can even read it once a day if you wish to do so But honestly um, Sometimes it is better to focus on the journey That two characters get to experience together rather than All the stuff that's in between, I mean we all like a bit of action But No, today it was It was worth to talk about something else, you know And again, if you want the explicit material Go read it right now. I promise you, you're not gonna regret it. And yeah, since this journey was all about love and healing and forgiveness, I'd like to get to the finish line the same way our boy Senghian did. I wanted to tell you that I'm doing okay now. That I am still alive thanks to you. And tell you how grateful I am for saving my life back then. I really wanted to tell you all this next time we met. I thank you for staying alive. And this, my dears, marks the end of today's journey. I hope you enjoyed your time with me today, my little comeback, you know. And if you did, you know, little bit of (laughs) advertisement moment, don't forget to download the episode, like it, share it, you know me and you know the drill by now. Do whatever the F you want as long as you spread the love with your family, your friends, your partner. I don't care. Just spread it far and wide cause a hoe needs to pay her bills, you know. <sighs> and I have to say, Woo, now that I finished, it is a pleasure to be back. I missed you all a lot. And I hope you miss me too, I mean come on, I kept it quite short this week, it's only twenty minutes, so cut me off some slack, will you?" and... don't be sad I mean you won't be, but still if you were thinking about being sad, don't be sad I will be back sooner than expected hopefully <clears throat> and... since we talked about this throughout the whole episode on a more serious note in light of what we shared about Siongyeo and Jiran's life if you ever find yourself having self-harming thoughts, please do reach out or call the available helpline in your own country. Take it from somebody who's been there, a.k.a. me. If you reach out, someone will be there to take your hand. And always remember you are not a burden, but a gift to all the people around you. Thank you for listening. I will see you all next time.